Hello and welcome to Brain Space, a place where you're going to listen to me as I talk to you about everything in my brain and all matter of other things and randomness. So, sit back, relax, take a seat, grab a snack, get hydrated and get ready to listen to me as I talk to you and verse you on my opinions on politics, society, faith, religion and the world. In particular, it's policies pertaining to all things coloured and cultural. So without further ado, I give you Brain Space. So, the topic of today's discussion is going to be one that I'm pretty sure you've all heard in the news by now. The coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. It's a strain of, I'm thinking, I'm okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it's like a strain of flu, like a really bad strain of flu that can cause death. It's sometimes fatal, but people that are most vulnerable to it, as far as I understand, are people who are elderly, who have underlying health problems, like particularly respiratory problems such as asthma and other breathing difficulties. And people that are young, like very, very young, are typically people that are most vulnerable to it. Which is why there is a load of people that have coronavirus right now, aren't exhibiting any symptoms and will not die from it. But about over 50 people have died. Last time I checked, it was 55 people had died, maybe more, 71 or something like that. People have died, essentially, is what I'm trying to say. And because of the death toll and the high incidence of cases it's not as high like as a lot of other countries but it's still significant over 1300 cases i'm pretty sure of coronavirus have been um found in the uk and i just want to talk about it because this is something that is really becoming something of a social crisis it's becoming a socio-economic crisis and a political crisis too because People are coming up with different conspiracy theories. They're coming up with different theories about why it's happening, how it happened, who started it, why, when it's going to end, blah, 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 how they're going to fix it, how they're going to end it. And right now, I just want to take a moment not to try and like uncover any questions about the cause of coronavirus, how it's going to end, like if it's, you know, manufactured or if it's natural. I just want to talk to you guys about the climate of fear that is being created surrounding this illness. Let me set something straight for you guys. If you don't already know, I'm Christian, okay? I am a person of faith and I am very, very, very much a believer in God and in predetermined destinies and predetermined paths my belief personally is that god has a plan for everybody in this world and for everything in this world everything that happens he oversees and sees and knows it's going to happen before it happens right that is my belief let me just outline that before i even continue with anything else in this episode personally i have been surrounded by people who have very very different opinions about the coronavirus and different ideas and perspectives on it there are people who are very extreme, polarised at the end of the spectrum, saying, oh my gosh, coronavirus is terrible, everything has gone locked down, we're all going to die, it's horrible, blah, blah, blah. People who are like, I don't really care who cares about coronavirus. People who are more moderate, like, oh, it's kind of a problem, but it's not that deep. Personally, for me, okay, I am not at all afraid of coronavirus. And that sounds pretty unremarkable. Fine, fair enough. Let me explain to you why I'm not scared of coronavirus, because I have the fear of God in my heart, right? I believe in God and I believe that as a Christian, as a person who is actively seeking God and as a person who's actively trying to build and strengthen my relationship with him, I do not need to worry about coronavirus and neither does anybody else who is doing the same thing. Do you get what I'm saying? I want to focus this episode 
on a specific on a specific scripture from the New Testament, and it's from Second Timothy, the book Second Timothy, chapter one, verse seven. And this scripture is it goes as follows: For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Okay, let me just break that down for you. God has not given us the spirit of fear. The us here is, my, to my understanding, believers, people of faith, people who believe in God, have been given a spirit of power and love and sound mind. And these things, these three things, power, love and sound mind, are three fundamental values and attributes I think a Christian should have and should possess and should be aware they possess and be able to recognise in themselves and other people. Right? But I think in the midst of this whole pandemic with coronavirus people are forgetting that like everything the scripture is saying specifically people who are christian i i can't speak for anyone who i can't speak about other religions i can't really because i'm not well enough versed in the um the like fundamentals and core beliefs and values of different religions i don't have any scriptures from other religions but i'm going to focus on christianity because this is the one that's been bothering me very much. People in, for example, my church are worried about coronavirus. People in my family are worried about coronavirus. Friends of mine are worried about coronavirus. And the thing that bothers me so much about it is that people will always say, I'm Christian. I believe in God. God has got me. God is protecting me. You ask someone, a Christian, how they're doing, they say, I'm blessed and highly favoured in the eyes of God great but when it comes to coronavirus everybody's running around like headless chickens okay god hath not given us a spirit of fear why are people running around as though they haven't got like as though, as though they don't understand that god is here that god is overseeing all of this god knows what's happening right people need to relax in my opinion Christians need to relax. There are a lot of Christians I've spoken to in the last few weeks who have been like, oh my gosh, coronavirus, wash your hands, anti-back, wipes, gloves, face masks, cover your mouth, don't talk to anyone, don't touch anything, yeah? All of these different things. Don't hug up on anybody, don't touch, don't come into close contact with people. Right. There's a difference between basic personal hygiene and overreacting. And washing your hands when you come home from being outside, that's not, that's not extreme. That's not crazy. That's something I do on a regular basis. You come outside and there's just general dirt in the air. You wash your hands, right? That's something that I think is a normal thing to do. Fine. But when people are saying, oh, don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. Wear gloves. Don't do this. Don't do that. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. Wipe everything down before you touch it. Especially when these people that are saying it are Christians, it leaves me kind of mind-boggled because I'm thinking, if you are such a strong believer in Christ, right, if you have truly got the fear of God in your heart, if you truly believe the Lord is your shepherd and he will lead you through the valley of the shadow of death, which is exactly what this seems to be, right? If you truly believe that and you say you're a believer of God, you're a believer of Jesus Christ, you're a follower of Christ, why is it that you think your fear and your panic is justified? Don't get me wrong, I'm a human being. Just like everyone else, I'm a human being. I have moments where I'm stressed, where I'm anxious, where I'm feeling worried about something or fearful. But whenever that happens, I try to reassure myself and I try to 
behave as though I, I, I recognize, I try to show through my actions and my behavior and my words that I recognize authority that God has over everything that's happening in my life and everything that's happening in the world, right? So for me personally, I think people need to understand that, yes, we're in a time of turmoil, right? We are in a time of social turmoil, economic turmoil, people are dying, people are getting sick. I understand that. I completely understand that. And I sympathise with those who are affected by it in such a way, but someone in the family is sick, their friends are sick, they themselves are ill or suffering or have died or know someone who has. But I cannot, I cannot excuse people, specifically Christians, who are going to say, I believe in God. I believe God's always there. God's with me at all times. I'm high, blessed and highly favoured. God's going to lead me through it. I trust God, trust in God, believe in God, pray for protection every day, pray for travelling masses every day. I pray that God blesses me and my family. I believe in everything he's done for me. But you do not clearly have the faith to trust in him to bring you through a period that's this critical. This is the problem. And I can't say that, you know, you're bad people, you're bad Christians for doing that. Because who am I to judge anybody? You know what I'm saying? The Bible says, judge not lest you be judged yourself. So I'm not going to sit here and judge anybody, but I am going to voice my opinion because it's something I'm coming not just for other people, I'm coming for myself too. Because there are times when I'm also thinking, oh my gosh, coronavirus, 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 and that panic starts to set in. But I think it's fundamental, it's absolutely key that as believers in Christ, as believers in God, that we remember who we're serving. You need to remember which God it is you're serving because you're not serving a God of little means or of little power or of little strength. You are serving a God who wiped out the heart, the the save a family and a few people. Save a family and some animals, wiped out the whole, the whole of the population on earth, right? But save that family and those animals. You are forgetting that you're serving a God who brought people through fire alive, who made armies conquer troops massively bigger than theirs and stronger than theirs. You're forgetting that you're serving a God who can raise people from the dead, who can heal the blind and the sick, who can cast out demons just so, who can command the seas and the winds, and you're scared over a virus. You're scared over an earthly thing. And I'm not going to say I don't have anxious moments about it and I don't worry about it ever. Because that's not true. I'm not sitting here judging anybody, but I am saying this. Bear it in mind that you are a believer in God. You are a follower of Jesus Christ. You are a son or daughter. You are a child of God. So I think it is key when you're thinking about coronavirus, right, going about your day and you're thinking, oh my gosh, corona, oh my gosh, corona, you're watching the news, you're hearing all these reports, this many people have died, this many tests have come back positive for coronavirus. Remember who it is you're serving. Do you know what I mean? You have to really recenter yourself. And this is what I think needs to happen. This moment in time, this 2020, people were saying it was going to be a year of huge blessing and of spiritual reward and spiritual strength and prosperity. And it's just that so. It is exactly that. People are now going back and saying, I thought this is what it was going to be, and now there's coronavirus. Now there's coronavirus. How can God be blessing our lives in this coronavirus now? Let me tell you something, right? Sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. God knows the plans he has for each and every one of us. And there's a reason 
even if we don't know it, even if we can't see it or recognise it, there is a reason the coronavirus is a thing. It's not by chance, it's not by accident, it's not a coincidence. There is a reason, right? And I think that when you when you remember that, when you realise the fact that God is not going to give you a burden you can't carry, God is not going to make something happen that no one's going to survive from. You know what I'm saying? He made a covenant that he means he's not going to destroy the whole of humankind again. But he's clearly trying to say something. He's clearly communicating something. And I'm not going to pretend that I understand what it is as such. But I am going to say this. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And it's hard. It is hard when you're in a climate of people and you're surrounded in echo chambers and people are saying, oh my gosh, coronavirus, this many people have died. Oh my days, what if I get it? I know someone who got it. Oh my God, I've got a cough. I think I'm out of coronavirus. I understand. It can be difficult when that's the kind of energy, those are the kinds of things you're hearing in your circle or around you. I get it. I completely understand. But you need to remember especially if you're a Christian, if you're a person of faith, you need to remember who it is you're serving, okay? God is not going to abandon you. He's not going to leave you. He is not going to leave you because he's given you a spirit of sound mind and all you have to do is tap into that, right? I know it sounds easier said than done, it is, but remember, you're not alone, you never have been alone. Even if when you felt you were, you never were. God was always there watching. And for everyone who thinks God is there, God is watching me, God is protecting me, but I don't know about Corona. Faith is stronger than fear, okay? God's power is greater than anything that will cause you fear or anxiety or worry or distress. That's that's what I have to say. And the final thing I want, the final point I want to make pertaining to the scriptures 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 is that it says God has given us a spirit of love and this is one oh my goodness me my goodness I could not say enough of this I'm pretty sure it has come to your attention that there have been some racist incidents some racist attacks and some displays of overt or covert racism against people from East Asian countries, right? People who appear to be of East Asian descent. And that's not okay. It's absolutely not okay. And I'm I'm, I'm sure you all know that. I'm not going to accuse anyone of doing it because I don't know who did it. It probably wasn't any of you. I'd like to hope it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? But we need to remember, yeah, we're going through a time of trouble. We're going through a time of worry where we're scared and uncertain and unsure. But you need to remember that through everything, you need to have a spirit of love with you. Not just of sound mind and of power, but of love. You need to remember that the people that are going to school with you, going on the train, going on the bus with you, walking past you, they're trying to get through the same way you are. They're trying to get through the same way you are. Just because someone's from a certain country, just because they look a certain way, does not give you the right to be horrible, to be cruel and cold-hearted towards them. I have seen so many people on the train get on the train. There's an East Asian person sitting on the tube and they will look at them, walk to the opposite end of the carriage. They will see them on the train, sit down and then move away. That's not all right. That's not on. And specifically, if you're someone who is of an ethnic minority, you're of a religious minority, you're a religious full stop, you're a woman right? Someone who is already discriminated against, someone who's already a minority, who is already a targeted section of society, 
What makes you think you have the right to ostracize somebody like that? What makes you think you have the right to do that to someone and to make someone feel so away? It's just food for thought. But I think for anyone who is in doubt right now, anyone who is worrying about coronavirus or has fears about it or concerns, read your word. Read your word 100%. Because through the word, God's going to speak to you. Through the word, God communicates with you. And God says, seek and your answers will be given unto you. Knock and the door will be opened. You look for what you need to find and you will be it will be revealed unto you. The scripture I want to leave with you today, like I said before, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Brain Space.